Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 159. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Very cold. You know what I mean? That's, I was waiting for that. I was expecting him to do that before game five. He wanted to say something when I got my fourth foul. Um, he shouldn't have said that earlier on. I poke bears. Um, I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40. Um, so um, I pride myself on, you know, what I do is defense and taking on every challenge that's on the board. Yeah, yeah. With hey, John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Trash Talk Thursday. We've talked a lot about everything going on in the sports world and, uh, of course, talking NBA. But we also know that the Razorback baseball team continuing action tonight on the road at Georgia. Now, Every team in the SEC is always going to be a lot to handle, but Arkansas is really doing well right now. They're 30-7 and overall, 11-4 and in SEC play. That's number one in the SEC West right now. And Georgia has been a team that has struggled 20-17, and 4-11 and in SEC play. But again, it does not matter because we know every team is going to be really tough. But Arkansas is playing really good baseball right now, dealing with some injuries but finding ways to overcome them. So let's talk more about Razorback baseball and what they got going on for him as we welcome in former Razorback great Tyler Spoon. Fly ball to left center field. That's going to be trouble. Spoon chasing after. Can he get there? He dives. He caught it. Did he catch it? He caught it. Holy smokes. Tyler Spoon just made the greatest catch of his career. Former Razorback outfielder Tyler Spoon. Out of Bounds is presented by First Horizon Bank. With First Horizon Bank grant programs, you may qualify for up to $12,000 in discounts on your next mortgage loan. Apply online at firsthorizon.com. First Horizon is an equal house lender and member FDIC. Let's go to the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in former hog Tyler Spoon. And Tyler, as always, we appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? It's a pleasure. I'm doing well, man. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back on, man. I think it's even better because think, since last time we talked to you, the Hogs are undefeated. Sweeping Tennessee, took care of business against them, and played UCA and Baum uh, just the other night and took care of business against them. So I know that it's a long season and there's a lot of obstacles you're going to have to overcome, but it certainly seems like right now the Razorback baseball team is playing some great baseball. Yeah, indeed, man. I mean, gosh, anytime you can take care of a top 20 team and at home and take a sweep. I mean, you know, Tennessee was scuffling a little bit, so it was kind of a good timing for us just to come in and, you know, we just took care of business no matter who comes in to get a sweep, man. It's, you're, you're want to play good ball around this time and, you know, the hogs seem to be kind of figuring out the bullpen and just a lot of pieces and starting to play some really good baseball right now. Tyler, they're playing so good at home. Uh, they've, won a number of games at home in a row, and now they go back on the road. Of course, they did drop one of those games um, here recently, but uh, they overall they have played so good at home, and now you go on the road, and now you have to shift your focus to going on the road and trying to come away with two of three at least to try to win that series against Georgia. Yeah, this is going to be a good test. I mean, Georgia is not just that, you know, you look at their record and, you know, look at their SEC record. It's not it doesn't really indicate kind of how good they are. Um, they've been in a lot of really close games with, you know, a lot of really good teams in the SEC. So it's not just a, 
you know, a weekend series by any means that we're just going to show up and win. We've got to show up and, um, again, just try to win any way you can on the road, take two or three and, and head back to Fayetteville. So it's, this team, the Georgia team can really hit. They can pitch a little bit. So it's going to be a really good challenge for us this weekend. Now, Tyler, I, I do want to take you back to the Tennessee series because obviously that was a big one that a lot of Razorback fans circled. We know it was the return of Tony Vitello, and uh, there, were, there was a lot of energy in the building, and then Arkansas just found ways to win each and every game. But the, what I think is what's making it so impressive is they're overcoming the injuries. We know that the pitching staff's been depleted a little bit, and then, of course, Jared Wagner goes out with an injury. He's going to be out for a few weeks. I think that that's maybe what's so impressive about this team and the job that Dave Van Horn's doing is that not only are they playing well, but they're doing it without some of their most key contributors in the lineup and in the pitching rotation. Just how are they able to keep finding ways to win when they're having to overcome so many injuries? Man, it's just the depth. I think now Arkansas especially is just at a point where offensively, um, you know, pitching-wise, the depth is so deep. And you, you get a guy that goes down, well, here comes another guy at a bullpen throw a 95 kind of deal. So um, it's just the, where the program is now. Um, it's just in a phenomenal spot. You know, Wagner goes down, and you, know, you have guys that step up, and I think Blossom played uh, all three games and you know, did a great job. And we just have studs up and down the order and in the bullpen that, if someone does go down, you can kind of just step in. Now it's hard to replace a guy like Wagner, but you know, just to have someone and uh, Broken kind of filled those shoes and just had a phenomenal weekend, and um, you know, having McLaughlin step in and just anybody in general just off the bench and come in and play, um, I think there's a lot of confidence with anybody, regardless of who it is. If it's in the lineup, out of the bullpen, I think there's just you know, and BBH said it early in the year, this is the deepest bullpen he's had. You know, it's just been figuring out the pieces for a minute. It took a little bit, but. Um, the depth is just outrageous of, you know, just a testament to how good this team really is. How does that play into now that you have some players that are able to return from injury and uh, you've been playing good without them, now you have to get them back in the lineup and these are some of the players that you were depending on, Brady Tiger being that guy, being one of those guys. How does that play now that you know you are getting a quality arm coming back into that lineup? Yeah, you know, it definitely can throw a little bit of a wrinkle into things, but um, I think you know, DVH is really good at it. You just got to find the right time to get them back in and just kind of ease them back into it because, you know, at the end of the day, we don't need Tiger to come in and be shut down from day one, okay? We need him to just ease back into it, get into the game feel again, um, and just get into that position where in a month and a half, two months, that he's in a good spot to be at his best. And so um, DVH will find a way to, you know, plug him in when he needs to and whether it's you know a mid middle of the game friday middle of the game saturday or sunday whatever it is and just again try to ease him back into it and just have him ready to go by you know postseason and that's really what matters most so um you know it's again the bullpen's done such a good job just stepping in gage wood and uh, dylan carter just those guys in particular just have done a phenomenal job just filling in those voids and finding a role and uh making this bullpen really really good Speaking with former Razorback Tyler Spoon here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, thanks to First Horizon Bank. Uh, Tyler, I know that, you know, speaking of Wagner and the injury that he's going through and, and how it's to his hand and, and dealing with his thumb and everything, of course, uh, we talked a little bit about injuries with you last week, but uh, you talk about recovering and easing your way back into it. How difficult must that be for someone like uh, who can hit and obviously be out there in the outfield going through an injury to their, to their hand and, and their thumb? And I feel like uh, that's something that they say it's out for a few weeks, but uh, if you're not throwing at all or if you're not hitting at all, uh, I feel like that also takes a little bit to, to come back from, especially considering how well Wagner was doing when he got to the plate. Yeah, the hardest part as a hitter especially is just the timing aspect when you come back from even if you take a week off or you're down for a week, you know, just getting back into the game and getting the timing aspect of 95 miles an hour coming at you. You know, it can take a little bit of an adjustment period, but uh, for the most part, you know, give it a couple games and, you know, he'll probably be right back in the mix and be, you know, should be in a good spot. So, uh, but kind of like what we talked about, you know, you'd rather just have him sit out for a few weeks and just have that thing 100 percent, you know, ready to go for postseason as opposed to potentially risking it and just kind of flirting around with it for three weeks and then he gets hurt and he's out for the season. So, uh, definitely the best call just to have him in a good position for when we need him the most. And uh, it'll be the same situation, kind of, you know, he'll be thrown back into the three hole, but you know, easing back into it and just give him a little bit of time. And, um, I, he's a good enough hitter. He'll adjust pretty quickly, and I think he'll be just fine. What's kind of mindset right now where you're 37 games in, you're more than halfway through the schedule, you're on the backside of the schedule, and uh, you're trying to 
play well down that back stretch. What's what's kind of the mindset going forward? Yeah, mindset. I think it's just win at home and definitely don't get swept on the road. You know, you get to the dog days right here, the SEC essentially, and it's just a, it's just a grind. And like I said, it's Georgia's not an just a, an easy. This isn't going to be an easy task by any means. So you got Georgia coming up. I know we got South Carolina, Vandy on the schedule. So um, the Hogs have done a really good job of taking advantage of the series that they need to having two sweeps already is phenomenal so um it gives you a little bit of leeway towards the back end of the sec and not saying you know by any means it's okay to lose or anything but um at, on, at any point depending on who you're playing you could lose a series or get swept so you just got to be on your toes and just mentally stay stay in it and stay locked in and you know, just find a way to win every series if you can. That's that's about it. Don't don't necessarily worry about the sweeps. Just just fight and compete every day, and uh, just one game at a time. Well, Tyler, I don't know how many you went through when you were a player, or, or maybe you didn't at all. But uh, like Arkansas is playing tonight. It's like a Thursday night series on the road, especially when you're going to a different time zone. Uh, well, what do you make of Thursday night series in the SEC, especially on the road? Is that something that it didn't even phase you if you were a player, or is that something that could have an impact as far as your schedule and your routine and everything? Yeah, so it, for me, I, I really enjoyed the Thursday games because, I mean, Sunday we got off. Sunday and Monday were kind of two rest days. So for me, I, I really enjoyed them. And in particular, if you didn't have a you know midweek game or like a, a Wednesday game especially, which they didn't, thank goodness, so... Um, it really isn't a huge adjustment. It's more or less just you know you get one less day of rest. But after that, you know you get Sunday off. You get you get Monday and potentially I don't, I'm not sure what the midweek schedule looks like next week. But um, you just get a little bit more time to rest, and then I'll give Wagner some time to rest and get ready for the for the next week. So um, it, it's not too much of a change in mindset. You know you step in between the lines. It's six thirty on or six o'clock and and under the lights and at Georgia. So. It's going to be a showdown, and um, again, it's Thursday for me, I, I really enjoy playing those. They are also to the point of the schedule where no more Wednesday midweek games, so how much different does that factor in when you're talking about only playing that one midweek game as opposed to two? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, I, I've said it a few times, but um, just you get you get a little worn down by this time of the year, and you just played a lot, played a lot of games, your body's a little run down, and you know, DVH does a great job scheduling the, the two midweek games early on and a lot of the midweeks and all that stuff early on in the season because he knows, hey, when it comes down to it, the last four or five weekends of the year of the SEC, we're going we're gonna to need some rest and we're going to need some time off. And so, um, and as a player, you, you love getting to that point where the midweeks were, you know, it was only one game or no games and you could just, you know, y'all could practice, you could kind of work on the things you need to work on, just get your body right and just get ready to play those Friday, Saturday, Sunday series. So, um, yeah, it's a huge, it's a pretty big deal to kind of wind down on the midweek schedule and just have most of your focus on getting your body right in those weekend series. Now, Tyler, it's pretty wild to think that LSU is the number one team in the country, but yet Arkansas has a two-game lead on them in the SEC West. Uh, but still, like yeah. a lot of team, a lot of games left. But uh, just as far as a player goes, and, and you know, for in the postseason, we know it's a crapshoot when it comes to college baseball more so than anything. You never know what's going to happen. But what what does it mean, mm-hmm. or does it matter as much to to win the SEC West? Like, is that something that? It's talked about, or is that something that you feel like is, is a great accomplishment? Or is it something where, as a player, like, hey, that's great and all, but uh, that's not the goal here. We got uh, bigger, bigger fish to fry by winning a College World Series. Yeah, you know, as a player, you don't really think about that stuff too much, and you just kind of look up at the end and see where you're at. You just kind of focus on, you know, just winning the weekend and going from there. But at the same time, you got to appreciate and you know understand that hey, if you win the SEC West, arguably the best division in all of college baseball. It's a huge testament to your team and how good you are. And um, it's, you know, it's something to definitely feel good about, but at the end of the day, you know, no one comes to the University of Arkansas to win the SEC West, you know. Um, does it put you in a good position for the postseason? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, if, you know, you could be a three seed and as long as you sneak into that tournament and play well and you do well, make it to Omaha and essentially win a national championship, that's what, what matters the most. So um, it's really good to, you know, win the SEC, win the SEC West, whatever it is, but the other day, if you don't show up in postseason, it, you know, it doesn't mean as much, you know, so um, as a player, you're more focused on the postseason as opposed to what happens in the regular season. You know, I think it's also just about, you know, hosting the regionals and super regionals, too, because mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, as a play like last year, Arkansas went on the road for regional, super regional, made it to the World Series, and that was awesome, but uh, I would assume, too, as players, as coaches, as everybody, 
You definitely would prefer to have home field advantage when it comes to regionals and super regionals and getting as many games in Baumwalker Stadium as you possibly can in the postseason. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's one of those things that definitely pays to play well in the SEC and um, you know get a, get a regional host. And we got really lucky our, our last year where we ended up going to Oklahoma State for the regional. We were two seed, and then something happened with Missouri State for what I don't know if they did put in a bid or whatever happened, but. Uh, we ended up hosting that one, even though Missouri State was the higher seed. So, um, and I fully believe having that home field advantage helped us win that that weekend and you know help win that super regional and take us to Omaha. So, it's a huge deal, and especially here at Baumwalker, where it's the atmosphere is unlike anywhere else. And so, um, it's one of the things that you just kind of fight and you just grind. And if you can finish first or second in the West, it'll probably put you in a national seed. You know. Uh, conversation essentially so um, it, it's one of those things that the Hogs have done really well here of late in the SEC West and puts them in a great position and I think that speaks to why they've had a lot of postseason success as well. Tyler, I think that was uh, the year because uh, uh, in Springfield where Missouri State plays, they had like a minor league baseball team that was playing in their stadium. And so I think that that's, that's, right. that's the reason why. Yep. Yeah, because I, I laughed so hard at that because, man, those Missouri State fans were mad mm-hmm. that they didn't get the host. But, uh, it, yeah, and then you get the, get the win on top of it to go to, the, go to Omaha. It's like, you know, doing the dog pile, which you, of course, got to do, or the hog pile, I think is what Phil Elson calls it. But, I mean, that was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, just being able to do it in your home stadium mean, means so much more, too. Yeah, it does. And that, that weekend in particular, I mean, that final out, you know, Zach Jackson strikes out the hitter and, you know, and you just kind of go numb. And then you just go and you just run to the pile. And then, you know, the cool thing was, you know, this is when Vitello was here. You know, we got in our hitters meeting and, you know, he's like, hey, we're going to go around. We're going to call the hogs. We're going to get on the tarps. We're just going to go around the fans and just start calling the hogs to everybody. So it was, it was a really cool deal. And you just kind of look up and, you know, the game's over, but there's still 13,000 people in the stands still celebrating, still cheering, and it was insane. It was, you know, and I look up one time, the funny, the funniest thing was, I look up, you know, you're hugging everybody, and they say, you know, I hug somebody, and I look up, and it's John Daly, and I'm like, this is John Daly, he's on the field right now, so it was, uh, it was a cool experience, that moment especially, and that weekend, I'll just, you know, will go down as the greatest baseball weekend I've ever had, and will ever experience. Yeah, I bet so because uh, was it, I guess, because that, that Missouri State team and those, that program was always really good too. So, uh, yeah, to take care of business in that one uh, was definitely a fun one. So let me get, so let me, everybody that's listening in our audience, you just heard that, that Tony Vitello was trying to get every, he was calling the hogs with everybody. You know, it was like that, that needed to be there. So everybody can know that that's what it was like when Tony V uh, was at Arkansas. But, uh, yeah, that, that's always, I'm sure, a, a really cool moment uh, no matter what to, to do the yeah. to do the dog pile for sure, Tyler. But I uh, also have uh, real quick. I know you, uh, we just got a few minutes left with you, but we have Trent Daniel, former Razorback pitcher, on with us on Tuesdays. He comes yeah. in the studio, and uh, it's really great to have him on. And he had a great Dave Van Horn story when talking about after <laughs> after losing a tough game. Uh, they had Chick Fil A in the locker room, and even though they lost, they're like, "Well, you know, it's." He said it was at Georgia. Actually, I uh, said that. Oh, they, even though they lost, it's like, "Well, at least we'll get Chick Fil A." He says Dave walked in, he kicked the baseball helmet that almost hit Bleaker just right above his head, and then he just threw the <laughs> table over of Chick Fil A, and no one got any Chick Fil A. So, I just I'm curious. Do you have any like good Dave Van Horn stories that you can actually tell of just if it was a tough loss or just something that he really got everybody fired up because of uh, maybe a bad game here or there? Gosh, that's probably the most memorable one. It really is, and you know, vividly. And I'll tell you from my point of view, you know, because I was a freshman that year and I didn't play. I was redshirting and I was just catching bullpens. And I remember, you know, just him coming over flipping the tables and. It was one of those things that I was terrified, and you know, helmet went flying, and it was one of those things. I mean, he obviously wasn't trying to hurt anybody by any means, but you know, he comes in and you know, he's just letting us have it, and you know, because it, it, it was one of those deals. And I think we talked about it last week where sometimes it's warranted where he's got to just, you know, he's got to get our attention a little bit. So uh, he comes in and just rips into us for a good 10, 15 minutes and just lets us have it. But I mean, that team ended up after. I feel like at that point, that team turned around and just went went off and. Um, ended up, you know, in the final four, lost to South Carolina that year in 2012. But that, off the top of my head, that is the best DBH story. Just like <laughs> the the intensity, you know, just he he's, he wants to be great. And he expects greatness and he wants to win. And you know, there's a reason he does. And that it's stuff like that. And he just knows exactly what buttons to click at the exact right time. And that was a that was a pretty good one right there. So you just, I guess, you didn't try to do the five second rule and eating the Chick Fil A off the floor. You just left it there, right? <laughs> 
yeah, you just leave it there. You don't look at it. You're just like, I don't, you know, I don't deserve that Chick-fil-A at this point. I'm just going to let it. I'll just not eat tonight and we'll figure something out kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, no, I just, and Trent told us that story. I was like, man, that just, I couldn't imagine. Cause I think he put it the best way where in the most respectful way, he's like, Dave Van Horn is the person that he has, is like, he was so intimidating for a guy that's not a big guy. Like he's not a huge stature dude, yeah. but man, he could, he could inflict the fear of God into you if he needed to. Yeah, indeed. I mean, it was, again, it's one of those things. He's just such such a competitor, and the intensity is always there. And, you know, if you're not, if you don't show up to play, you know, it's a reflection on him. And so it's it's his program. And at the end of the day, he's going to make sure, like, he's going to do what's best for the program and, um, you know, for the team especially. And so he's, he can get into you, and it is it is pretty, it can be pretty terrifying at times if he, you know, really needs to get something out of you. So. Well, Tyler, uh, before we let you get out of here, man, uh, obviously we appreciate First Horizon uh, Mortgage there in Fayetteville and First Horizon Bank uh, being the official sponsor of your segment. But uh, what, what you got going on, and if there's anybody out there that uh, needs a mortgage loan from a mortgage loan officer like you, just uh, how do they find you, and uh, what's the best way to get in contact? Yeah, the best way to get in contact, you know, if you're looking for a home loan, again, we, we understand the chaos and, you know, how crazy it can be just buying a home and we're here to kind of help and make that as smooth and easy as possible for you and we're here to help but the easiest way to find me you know i tell people all the time hey google tyler spoon first horizon and it'll take you to my 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 web page and all my information will be there uh, my email my contact my phone number everything will be right there um and if it's just anything mortgage related question wise i'm happy to help i'm happy to help point you in the right direction and uh, it's the bit, one of the biggest investments you'll make as a human being is into your home. So we understand how important this process is, and uh, we want to take care of you and help you along the way. So, um, yeah, that's the easiest way to find me is to Google First Horizon, Tyler Spoon, and I'll, I'll pop up right there. And uh, Again, I'm happy to help day and night if, if you need anything more related. Well, Tyler, as always, man, we appreciate you coming on. Have a great weekend. Look forward to catching up with you next week. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good one. All right, you as well. Appreciate it, Tyler Spoon. we got more Out of Bounds coming up. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog Update every day on Out of Bounds. True Service is honored to support local businesses with small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Sports Center. Arkansas baseball gets back to action today as they take on Georgia and Athens for the start of their three-game series. First pitch is set for six. TV coverage will be on SEC Network. Radio coverage can be heard on the buzz starting at 5.30. The Arkansas Travelers fell to the Frisco Rough Riders last night 9-5. The Travelers are 8-3 on the season. Game three of the six-game series will be tonight at 6.35. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. In Major League Baseball, the Rangers won their fourth game in a row yesterday, beating the Royals 12-3. They'll face the league-worst athletics next series and speaking of the athletics they're closing in on a deal to purchase land in las vegas to build a billion dollar stadium they're eyeing moving from oakland to las vegas in 2027 i'm christian weaver with the buzz radio network Hey, crazy month last month. March, Mitch making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all-new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Spring. Check us out online at RedRiverDodge.com during Ram Truck Month. It's Justin Aker for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used them for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protect it for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Honey, what should we do today? Let's climb that Pinnacle Mountain. Sounds great. I believe you turn here on Rodney Parham. Arkansans know that not everything here sounds like it's spelled. For example, great customer service is pronounced Guadney. Buick GMC. And right now is the best time of the year to trade up in North Little Rock. New Sierras at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at 1.9%. And how about no payments for three months? Plus, those with storm claims in Pulaski, Cross, or Lone Oak Counties may qualify for an extra $1,000 rebate. See dealer for details. 
Oh, that was fun. Now let's go visit El Dorado. Is that in Saline County? Should I turn here on Cantrell? Never mind. Let's just go visit Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Is your oak lawn the sound of starting gates and pounding hooves? Is it the first sip of the perfect post-time Bloody Mary? Or maybe it's just Saturdays with lots of friends and zero cares. No matter what you love about live racing at Oak Lawn, it's back and better than ever. With more race days, bigger purses, and the top thoroughbreds in the world, this season is like no other. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oak Lawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. One more for the Big 12 Player of the Year. He banked it in. He didn't mean to. He banked it in. Arkansas throws it into Kamani, back to black. Vegas, baby! Vegas, baby! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Vegas, baby! The Razorbacks, for the third straight year, are headed to the Sweet 16. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. It's going to be a great time to get to Twin Peaks tomorrow. Out of Bounds is going to be there. So stop by and say hi. We'll be there from 1 to 4. And uh, you'll be able to enjoy some of those specials going on during happy hour. Twin Peaks has daily and weekly specials going on. And for today... You want to get by Twin Peaks, it's National Munchies Day. It's 420, so they have several 420 specials going on, plus free select bites to celebrate 420. And then uh, Saturday, coming up from a sports standpoint, it's going to be big with boxing going on. Gervonta Davis, Ryan Garcia, two undefeated fighters. They've been trying to make this fight happen for a long time. It's finally going down on Saturday. You have uh, Razorback Baseball today. And then uh, you have some great events with uh, NBA playoffs, some XFL, some USFL. So plenty of sports going on this weekend. Get it started by celebrating National Munchies Day today at Twin Peaks. Come by tomorrow and say hi to Out of Bounds. It's Twin Peaks. Each drink scenic views. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and we do look forward to going to Twin Peaks tomorrow. That's going to be a lot of fun and because, uh, again, I haven't been the past two, so I, I've been on the road. So hopefully uh, it'll be uh, – I won't have to worry about it this time around because I'll, I'll be there in attendance as well as Joe. And we always have some people that show up and say hi to us, which is always great to have them come along. we got some regulars, but then every so often we'll get some new listeners too that likes to stop by. It's always, it's always good. Yeah, always fun to see people coming out and then uh, having a chance to meet some new people. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we look forward to that. But – uh, we got rushed in the first hour. We still have some headlines to get into, so let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? This is quite the story that is not a surprise, but still uh, making progress where the Oakland A's 
agree to purchase land near the Las Vegas Strip, where they intend to construct a major league ballpark. This is according to the team president. The agreement is for a 49-acre site owned by Red Rock Resorts, who is the parent company of Station Casinos. Uh, They also, uh, Caval, the uh, team president, said a $1.5 billion, 35,000-seat stadium with a partially retractable roof will be built on the site, adding that other developments, including restaurants and an amphitheater, are being discussed as well. So, listen, I I am all about, uh, as we've talked about, pro teams being in Vegas. We saw, of course, the Raiders go there. Uh, We know that the NBA is going to be there here soon. At some point in time, it seems inevitable. Hockey got it all started. Hockey, that's right. The Vegas Knights and... Now uh, you're going to have a Major League Baseball team there in uh, Vegas as well. So, Is it is exactly what we expected because the A's have been looking for that new stadium and they were willing to move if a city gave them a new stadium. It's happening now. And you hate it for the, the city of Oakland and some of the fans there because the city has cost them two franchises now. Yeah, that's wild. And I guess they'll be still called the Vegas Athletics. They're going to stick yeah, with that? Yeah, they should be. Okay. Don't see any reason they would change it. Yeah, and apparently there's some people that are reporting because of this, it'll open up for expansion for more Major League Baseball teams are looking in other cities. That's what the reports are saying. Uh, so people think in Nashville that might be a place that they look at as uh, possibly putting a Major League Baseball team there. Seems like every sport is trying to get to that magic number of 32. The NFL is already there. The NBA has talked about going there, and uh, Rob Manfred has said that he liked to get to 32. So that seems <laughs> to be the magic number. So NBA and MLB are at 30, though, right, yes. currently? So, yeah. And so the NBA, there's always Vegas hanging out there, but they're wanting to get back in the Seattle market at some point. Yeah, that would be that would be nice too. That would be nice. I mean, there's it's always interesting to see uh, where teams are at with their franchises and how popular they are, or how well they do. But uh, it certainly seems like the NBA is going to be inevitable as far as they need to get back in Seattle and they have to stick with the SuperSonics. Like they got all that has to stay the same once they get into Seattle. But and oh yeah, in Vegas. it's trademark. So if if a franchise did go there, they would definitely be the SuperSonics. And speaking of the NBA and a franchise that is doing really well, at least in the playoffs right now, the Sacramento Kings, we know that they're going to be facing off against Golden State there at the Chase Center as the Kings are up 2-0. They're not going to be with or they're going to be without Jerry, Draymond Green, but not only that King fans are not allowed to bring their cowbells into Chase Center. And they shouldn't be. No. That, that's an opponent's arena. So you do what you do at home that works for the home team. You're on the road now, so they shouldn't have that allowed. So it's a it's a good move. Good call. Shows how little I watch Sacramento. And, like, I didn't know the cowbells were a thing. But I guess it's based because Phil Jackson called them a cow town a right. couple decades ago. Yep. So, That's where it all came from. Yeah. Them and Mississippi State. <laughs> all about the cowbells. Because, you, I mean, it's it's a great atmosphere. I've heard, uh, I forgot who was it, a former NBA player. But Joe were, Klein. Was it Joe Klein? Yeah, it said how incredible that that Sacramento crowd can be. That's, and that's so, where he played for some years. Yeah, so that's, uh, that, I just again, the cowbell thing just cracks me up. Uh, also in some other news, uh, Tiger Woods had another fusion surgery, this time to his ankle, and it's going to be unlikely that he's going to play in any of the majors the rest of the year, which is unfortunate. So we know Tiger's been dealing with injuries, but he put out on Twitter, it, well, okay. His Twitter account put out on Twitter, I should say. It says, earlier today, Tiger... Uh, you mean Tiger wasn't sitting in front of the laptop and putting that all together? I, I would hope not, because I would hope he's not speaking in third person. <laughs> that would be really weird, but who knows? Maybe he is. But he says, uh, earlier today, Tiger underwent uh, a subtler fusion procedure to address the post-traumatic uh, arthritis to his previous talus fracture. Uh, it was performed by Dr. Martin O'Malley at HSS Sports Medicine Institute in New York City. He has determined the surgery to be successful, but Tiger is currently recovering and looks forward to beginning his rehabilitation. So, yeah, hate that for Tiger, but got to get healthy. If you're not healthy and you can't play, then got to do what's necessary to try to get to that We knew it was a long road back from when he had the accident and first hurt that leg, and Tiger has dealt with a number of injuries here lately in his career, and uh, if he has to sit out, you know, he will be missed, of course, but... At some point, if he's able to get back on a golf course, then that's a bonus because we didn't know if he was going to be able to get back on after the accident happened altogether. So what everybody has to realize is that it it may be, you know, getting towards the end where we may not see Tiger on golf courses as much. And we hadn't seen him as much anyway because he only worries about playing the majors for the most parts and 
he'll play in some other events. But now with uh, what the PGA Tour came up with, the compromise that they made with the players as far as paying more money but wanting the players to participate in more events, there were people that were looking forward to seeing Tiger more because he agreed to that. But now due to injury, he's, he's not going to be able to do it. And probably moving forward over the next few years, he won't be able to play as, in as many events as uh, he planned on. Also, uh, real quick, I know this may be upsetting to some Razorback fans, but of course it's kind of just telling it like it is, but Hunter Dickinson, the player that everybody's talking about from Michigan and transfer, he's actually taking a visit to Kentucky this weekend, so keep that one in mind. Because uh, you know, Kansas is in the running, apparently Kentucky's in the running. I'm not saying Arkansas is for sure out of the running, but it's definitely looking like uh, he's, he's moving on. But we'll keep you updated on uh, old uh, Hunter Dickinson there real quick. i uh, got a couple calls. We'll try to squeeze them in here. Brinson Stuckart, what's up, Brent? What's up, Omniscient One and Joe? <laughs> What's, What's up, up Brett? Brett? Oh, not much to it. Hey, Omniscient One, John Wick, uh, John. Yeah. Did you say John Wick? Yeah, I'd say I'll take that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, John Wick, John Neighbors, the Omniscient One, whatever you want to be called, I'm here. <laughs> Appreciate I'm here it. for you. I'm here for you. You're the king of the early morning podcast. Well, thank you, Brent. Um, um, but there is something you were wrong with yesterday, Omniscient One. What's that? You said that uh, the quarterback at uh, Mississippi State was uh, what's his name that Will played Rogers. for so long? Will Rogers. Yeah. You said you said he was quarterback for the uh, Bulldogs. Will Rogers yeah. when Sam Pittman and the Razorbacks went and defeated them at Mississippi State and won our first conference game. That was C.J. Costello, yep. the transfer from Stanford quarterback to dog that night. That's right. And, Brent, it's funny you say that because I, I remember after uh, after the show had ended, uh, I started thinking about that, and I'm like, and I've looked it up because I'm like, well, maybe I, th- I thought it was, but then I saw that. I'm like, yeah, I was wrong about that. So, yes, you are right. Yeah, yeah it, hit, it, it, hit, it hit me all of a sudden, too. I couldn't – I was sitting in my car listening to you eating my lunch, and I said, wait a minute. Then I said, who is it? I said, no, that was C.J. Costello because he had played great the week before at LSU. That's right. Yeah, say, so, hey, listen, uh, I, I, I mean, it's not going to be the first uh, first time that I'm wrong, and it's definitely not going to be the last time that I'm wrong. I can tell you hey, that, Brent. And, be- and before I let you go, I'm going to see you Friday. I expect to get a picture with you and the, the omniscient one and the freak. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sounds good, Brent. And uh, I love your spot with uh, Tyler Spoon. That, was, that has been absolutely awesome great every Thursday. And y'all have a great day. All right, appreciate it, Brent. Thanks for calling in. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow at Twin Peaks. Uh, yeah, we love having Tyler on. I mean, anytime you get former players on to talk about baseball or football or whoever it is, it's always fun. But uh, to get great stories and get uh, that insight that we can't even provide but they can is, is always really cool. So we love having Tyler. Spoon the fight on. this weekend with Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis, he's minus 210, according to Bet Saracen. Mm. And then uh, Ryan Garcia, you can get great odds on him, plus 170. So okay. check out Bet Saracen on that, and uh, it's going to be a big fight. Yeah, try to make some money on it, too. All right, if we take a commercial break real quick, 49er John's on. What's up, 49er John? Uh, what's up, fellas? Happy, happy 420. Happy 420. One of the best holidays of the year. You know, it's way better than Cinco de Mayo. Cause I know y'all gonna blow that up next month, but y'all need to be blowing up for four twenty. I love this day, and um, and uh, John, hmm. John, you doing all right today? Doing good. The, the Sacramento, they're the Sacramento Queens. After the way they done my guy, he's forty forty nine er spokesman. They're the Sacramento Queens. The bonus is overrated, just like his father was. Shaq used to punish his father. Floppers, just like his Sabonis, both him and his father, both floppers. You don't put your man, you don't put your leg on somebody's feet. You know, you don't do that. You don't touch another man's leg. That's what happened. And Draymond, he deserved to get suspended. But now the people are doing the same thing. And uh, hey, Forty Nine er John, we're having a problem yeah. here, you man. Oh, I'm sure. The, I'm sure everyone will love that, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, good. <laughs> Great call, 49er John. We're up against it. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll have more Trash Talk Thursday and also uh, get your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned here on Out of Bounds.
Hey folks, Wild Bill with Motorsports Authority right here in beautiful Hot Springs. Plus our location in Russellville, folks. I got Magic Mark sitting here beside me. You've been buying a lot of cars. The best inventory mark in a long, long time. That's right, Bill. We've looked in every nook and cranny and we've got the best inventory we've ever had. And don't forget, we buy cars. Come shop with us where your income tax return will go further at any one of our locations located in Hot Springs and in Russellville. And as always, you can visit us online at msastore.com. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. The University of Houston was the last of the number one seeds to lose in this year's NCAA tournament. But for all their success, they were a pale imitation at best of the Houston teams that made three straight Final Fours and back-to-back championship games 40 years ago. The high-flying Phi-Slamma-Jamma featured Clyde Drexler, Akeem Olajuwon, Michael Young, Larry Mishaw, and Benny Anders. They were electrifying, despite not winning an NCAA title. They represented a seismic shift in college basketball away from the slow-it-down, four-corner style of past years. They were a high-wire basketball circus. Stop by Doublebee's today for a delicious snack. If you're in Rosebud, come on over and enjoy a hot plate lunch. If a hamburger sounds good, the ones there are terrific. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Why wrestle over high interest rates when you can get 0%? Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is laying all incentives on the table, including 0% on new Silverados, 1.9% on new Equinox, no payments for 90 days, and sales tax paid on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Call 501-982-2102. 1301-TP Wide Drive in Jacksonville. Take the Gregory Street exit. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Well, we finally made it. Warmer temperatures are upon us. You're going to want to get out and be on the lake or enjoy your favorite vacation spot, but you don't want to do it with achy joint pain. Hey, everybody. RJ Hawk here. If you've got that achy joint pain that I was just talking about, you need to go see my friends over at QC Kinetics today. They use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to end your pain, and they do it the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agent to restore and repair damaged tissue, like in your knees, hips, shoulder, and even your back. This precision treatment is done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. Look, there's folks all over central Arkansas that is using QC Kinetics. In fact, my own neighbor came to me the other day and said he tried out QC Kinetics and said it has changed his life. It's time to end that pain and get your life back. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. It's QC Kinetics. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs! On 1037 The Buzz. Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and uh, we're going to be talking some Razorback NIL here in about 15 minutes. Terry Prentice 
uh, from the University of Arkansas who deals with all things NIL is going to join us to give us a lot more information on it. In fact, uh, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to talking to him about, and he's excited to tell us about it too, is how uh, NIL has actually helped keep kids in school a little bit more as well as keeping them from the transfer portal, which you say that, you're like, man, the amount of players, though, you saw in the transfer portal for football and basketball, like, how is that possible? It's like, well, there's a reason why. If it's like, hey, somebody you really want to keep, the NIL really helps them out and, uh, you know, makes their decision at least a little tougher than just jumping into the portal. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's something that we'll discuss with him and get some more details and information on that. So really looking forward to having him on. Uh, But uh, we're talking about the uh, MLB and, uh, possibly where they're going to be moving the A's over to Vegas on the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line from the 501 says MLB should put a franchise in Mexico City. That's what they should do. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I, you not, know. Not, so MLB hasn't been one that's been making a push to go international. It's been more NFL. They've talked about possibly having a franchise in London or you know another country. Uh, hadn't really heard much about MLB saying that they like to do that, but you want to continue to be able to grow the game, and they do have a number of players that come from different countries, so it is a worldwide sport for sure. Well, because it's like, I know it's not world worldwide, but, you know, I remember the NBA had, what was it, two teams at the most in Canada? Was it Vancouver and Toronto? And Toronto at one time, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Major League Baseball had, is it just Montreal, the Expos, right? They were the only and one. The, and the oh, Blue Jays. Jays. Yeah, I can't, of course. Yeah, I can't forget They're the still Jays. there. So yeah. Toronto, they, they're the, the place. city that's keeping everything alive. Yeah, and that's why I thought it was so cool when the Raptors actually won the NBA title because it's like, hey, it's a team that nobody really thinks about, but they got great fan support, and, uh, you know, they, they, got, they got taken care of. So, But the point is that the, those leagues with the NBA and MLB – had other teams in other countries, but yet they've reduced those as much. Now, is that saying that they don't want to go international to other places? No, but like you said, the NFL's never had a team outside the United States. So, you know, they, they, they want to continue to expand the, the the dominating force that is the NFL and make it worldwide, too. The Expos at one time, they wanted to play some games in Puerto Rico, and here recently, the Rays, they talked about them playing some games in Puerto mm-hmm. Rico, but... I think that kind of uh, got pushed to the wayside because they're trying to make a push to keep the Rays there. That could be another team to look out to be on the move to another city to relocate. But uh, it goes back to the same thing with the A's. They're trying to get a new stadium built. And if they're able to get a new stadium, then they could stay put in Tampa. main thing is getting fans to go to the games because they started the season undefeated through a number of games, and it's still hard to get fans to show up. It's absurd. It's just absurd when you, uh, you don't worry. Like, what do you need to do? What, what can you do? If it's like winning doesn't bring you in, then what will? Yeah, uh, I, I think that that's frustrating too. But it's also about the sport with NFL. You know, football is the number one sport here in this country, and honestly, it's not even close. But literally everywhere else, it's not even on anyone's radar, really. So I get the expansion that they want to do, but like basketball, even more so than, than baseball or some of these other sports, Basketball has become such a worldwide phenomenon where Western and Eastern Hemispheres are all about basketball. You see uh, in the Olympics, a lot of the teams and a lot of the players coming from those different countries that end up having success. And uh, not only just with the NBA, but these international teams bringing American players in and paying them a lot of money uh, that we've seen. So, uh, yeah, with with football, I get it. And in baseball, I think it's limited. But basketball, to me, seems like the most logical one because it everywhere in the world pretty much uh, has basketball teams and players and has really stepped up their game as far as the talent level, too, over the past decade or so. Football is starting to get there as far as you see leagues in other countries, but it's not as if you're talking about American players that are going to play in these leagues as an outlet or a different option. Now, some of them do, but you don't see much. Of, you see more of the countries themselves that have these teams, and that's kind of where it's going, but starting to see a few more American players that are making the trip over and playing in some of these these leagues overseas and out of the country just because they are looking for more of those outlets. And it's always been known as American football, which makes a difference because football worldwide is actually soccer to us. Yeah, and and, and it just I know that we could spend a, probably a whole show talking about it, but it just always fascinates me how literally the most popular sport in the world, by far, without question, is soccer, or you know, or you know, how we view soccer. 
But yet, over here in the United States of America, which is very sports-driven, and we love our sports and we have great athletes, soccer has grown, but it's still nowhere near to being everyone's favorite sport. It's just funny to me how that worked out. Like, just where we love football, our American football. We love that a lot more. And it's just, I don't know, it's a lot more enjoyable to me. But. It's going to take money. That uh, And, of course, MLS is growing, and they are pouring more money into it. They're expanding. They're adding franchises. But the amount of money that the players are actually getting paid worldwide, they make far more money than they do in MLS. But that's what it would take if players start making more money in MLS it's going to continue to grow the game. That's why some of these franchises in in uh, in just uh, whether it's the EuroLeague or you know the Premiership, uh, you know like Manchester United, those places, it's like you know you think the Cowboys are worth a lot <laughs> or the Yankees. The they got plenty of those places or plenty of those uh, franchises out there in soccer that are worth just as much or at least close to it, and they have multiple uh, amount of them there. So just so much money involved. But hey, it's again, it's growing, it's growing. Just don't think uh, anytime soon it'll overtake our American football. Uh, but before we take a top of the hour update, real quick, let's get your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by Nangay! This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog update, uh, we meant to play it yesterday, but uh, we'll go ahead with Dave Van Horn talking about Hagen Smith and the roles that he's been playing. We know tonight the Razorbacks are going to be going with Hunter Holland, but uh, what's Hagen Smith's role going to be going forward? As a starter, the only issue that I see with him is, you know, there's too many full counts, and he strikes out a lot of people, so he's gonna his pitch count's going to get up, and you're looking at four or five innings a lot of times when we want him to go six or seven, pitch to contact. When he when he's in the relief, he knows he he knows when he comes in. I you know what do I need? I need nine outs. I need ten outs, and he just gets after it. And uh, I feel like his arm right now is in great shape where if we say you're going to start he can go 100 pitches he can go 110 probably and is that six innings seven innings five innings whatever so i i like him in both roles i mean honestly when he's standing on the mound i feel really good um i just uh you know we just have to be really smart when we're going to bring him in if we bring him in in relief and also, congratulations to Hunter Holland and Hagen Smith, because both of them have been named to the National Watch List for National Pitcher of the Year Award, which is really cool. But Arkansas baseball taking on Georgia tonight. Uh, the game will be right here on 103.7 The Buzz, so be sure to tune in there. And we have a lot more coming up with Razorbacks, because we're talking with Terry Prentice about the NIL. You won't want to miss this interview, so stay tuned on Out of Bounds. April is Financial Literacy Month. Interested in boosting your knowledge on finances, problem gaming, video gaming, and mental health? And you're welcome to attend free classes at the Change of the Game Conference of Addiction and Mental Health. It's April 27th and 28th at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Visit ARPGcouncil.org for details. Hey, crazy month last month. March, Mitch oh. making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. 